What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. It's been too long that we've been quiet, so we're back. We're never quiet, Rita. It's been too long since we're not recording, but we're never quiet. Okay, and this should be a very exciting opening, and it's going to be a great season for us. It was an exciting season last season, and the fact that we were nominated for an Ambie Award was really something very special. And wait till they hear this season. It's going to be even better than last. Ellen, who's going to be our guest today? Well, today, Adrian Arpel and her granddaughter Ashley are going to be the guests. Oh, she's been in cosmetics from the time I was a young person. She's actually the first woman that started a true cosmetic company. Our longest-running beauty line here at HSN, best-selling author. Adrian. we're here to party. Happy anniversary. I am so proud to be at HSN for all those years. I remember my aunts used to use Adrian Arpel, and I used to borrow it. I'm really excited to see this side, her family side. I'm sure it was not easy going starting as a woman, and I'd like to hear how she did it. She really was an innovator in women executives. Absolutely. I'd love to see how her grandchild is following in her footsteps. Okay, let's hear it. I'm anxious. Let's go. Ashley, why is your lighting so good? No kidding, you look beautiful. I don't have my ring light on. Are you crazy? Wait, look at this. Where'd she go? I'm coming back. I'm turning on my ring light. You don't need the damn ring light. I do. Much better now, right, with the light? You look the same to me. Gorgeous. Well, it's because I'm wearing you right now. Yeah, my makeup. That's, that's, that's a weird what's thing doing to it. say, but that's what's doing it. It's, it's my makeup, makeup, for sure. And maybe four grandmas ago had good skin in Poland. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. Great, 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 great. grandmother. Right. Grandma, are you nervous? Oh, am I nervous? Yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> okay, ready? Ready. 
Adrienne Arpello is my grandma. She's one of my best friends, my idol. Who is she? She taught me how to put on makeup when I was really young, and she's been teaching everyone else since way before me how to put makeup on. So funny enough, I actually, Grandma, I Googled you yesterday. Lots of stuff to Google, right? It was good. Because I've been around 4,000 years. A lot of stuff to Google. I loved it. Even with your older videos, I'm still learning how to do makeup with that, too. <laughs> She's my favorite person in the entire world and two other planets. And that includes her mother, who's my second favorite, and is willing to take second place to Ashley. She got it since the day Ashley was born. That was it. My grandson, he's third favorite because he's a boy and doesn't call me on the dime. If he did, he could move up. He also does not know how to clean a room. Oh, he is disgusting. Are we going to say that on radio? Ooh, I mean, I, he'll never I love get him. a wife. <laughs> he is. He's slob, but we love him. <laughs> we, we keep him. This young woman popped out similar to me. She said to me immediately after being born, "Grandma, I'm going to be like you, and we're going to have the greatest relationship in the world." She was maybe five minutes old when she said that. And it's true, it has been forever. We're just simpatico. Do you remember freezing bananas and dipping them in chocolate, Grandma? Do I remember? We had to redo the kitchen. There were chocolate everywhere. I'm not too good at that kind of stuff. I tried hard. Wait, what are you not good at? I'm confused. Stuff in the kitchen, but I wanted well, to impress you. So I coated the bananas, and I coated the stove, and the refrigerator, and the ceiling. That was so fun. But yeah, going to your office, I remember it was always like a Devil Wears Prada thing, and Grandma was Miranda Priestly, but with less stress, I think. No one was, like, passing out. <laughs> a few of them did. <laughs> when... I started getting bullied in school. Grandma was really great with that. Do you remember? And you were like, just be nice. And it was sort of, in essence, kill them with kindness, kind of. Be completely, overly sweet back to them. And you'll go through it. You'll move on from them. But they'll be them forever. I remember I was like, yeah, they have to go through life as themselves. And that's got to be tough. Ashley, as I said to you then, and I said, you know, you were far more beautiful than any of them. You were far <laughs> smarter. You had a far better understanding of life at 12 years old. And they were going nowhere, and you were going to run the world. Mm. I'm totally correct. <laughs> I'm almost there, Grandma. Almost there, sweetheart. <laughs> You know, she's not what I expected to hear. Somebody in cosmetics you think is going to be very feminine and very soft, and but she's a strong, determined woman. She's a strong woman because she's got a big business to run. No, that's true. You don't get there being an ambi-pamby. I just love the love. You can hear the love in every word they say to each other. You know, it's not only love, Ellen. It's something a little more deeper, like admiration and respect. Yes, it's wonderful. It made me feel very good to listen to them. Okay, part one, here we go. You can look up when you're older. I wonder what that means. 
we're identical. I am very Funny, happy so to true. be compared to grandma because we are identical. I see so much of myself in you. I mean, in what way? I am a very hard worker. I get up at dawn and I work all day and I don't look at a clock when I'm finished, I'm finished. For me, it came from being poor as a kid. I grew up in New Jersey where just about everybody had two or three jobs and kids worked from 13, 14, 15. Ashley was never poor as a kid, but she absolutely has the same ethic. I was 18 when I went into business. I looked up when I was 55 and had enough money to quit, but I haven't looked up in between. She's just like me. She's successful oriented and will accept nothing else. So she works real hard. Yeah, I mean, I've heard it my entire life. You can look up when you're older. I say that to myself all of the time. I say that when I wake up at 5 a.m. I say that to Scott, my fiance. It rubbed off on Ashley very early. You remember when you worked in the chocolate shop and the pizza parlor? Yeah, I did that after school. At 15, and no one told her she had to work at that age. I had to do it and did it. I get less credit than Ashley, who didn't have to do it and did it. You deserve all the credit, Grandma. Well, except I don't have one stretch mark from you. Not one. So I can't get all the credit. I mean, all the credit for your success. That's what I mean. Ah. Uh. I'm a food and product photographer and videographer, so I work with a lot of chocolate shops or restaurants or food bloggers, and I run their social media as well. And you played the princess on a children's television show. You played a pirate. Do you remember my very first L.A. audition? I think it was for Tattoo Nightmares. Of course I remember. And I got the part and I had to like vomit on camera. I remember calling grandma and I was like, how can I be glamorous while I'm vomiting on camera? Of which <laughs> my answer was smile, honey. They'll, <laughs> they'll never get it. They'll never know. <laughs> Wait, did you always know that you wanted to start your own business? Was that your dream as a kid? I, I didn't know enough to know. But when I got out of high school, there was a six-month period of time before I was going to go to school. And I was going to get a job as a receptionist. Why a receptionist is the only thing I could do. I was cute. What else was I capable of doing? Well, I started going to department stores. Macy's, Lord & Taylor, Saks, Bloomingdale's. I'd walk in. I didn't wear very much makeup. And I said, how do I do my makeup? What should I do with my eyes? Is this eyeshadow good? I don't know how to do my lips. And no one ever really mm -hmm. answered me. And I felt if they there were professional estheticians that really went to school for skin care, and they could tell me what to do. I'd have something special. As you know, mm -hmm. I went into business by my 21st birthday. I was in all those stores with a small skin salon. And you and I discussed this at great length. I am the original influencer. I started yeah. makeovers in department stores. Mm -hmm. I was the first person to do makeovers on television. Adrian is going to show us a few little mm. tricks on of Oprah shows, She's on Regis and Kathy Lee, on every major movies. show you could think of those years, when nobody did makeups on television. Adrian, you're great. Oh, did I always want to go into business? No. I think in that way, I'm the accidental success. There was a need. I saw it mm -hmm. as a kid. 
because I had that need too, and I fulfilled it. And that was the beginning of my success. I love the way you worded that, accidental success. I don't know how to do anything. An accidental success is probably the truth. (laughs) They have something I say is what makes a person successful. That inner drive, and these two women have it, and they share it. Rita, don't you see things with your granddaughter that you see in yourself? Yes and no. Rachel is much more laid back than I am. I mean, she's not as aggressive. You know, I'm very short. Really? Yeah, you didn't know that. (laughs) Four foot ten is not tall. I never noticed. And now I must be less because my slacks that I put on every day, I'm tripping over. So I must have shrunk (laughs) along the way. But what I'm saying is a short person has to be aggressive. Nobody notices you, basically. And that's the drive you have Nobody gave it to me. I had to have it. And I see these two women. That's what they have. And I admire Adrienne. She doesn't hide that she grew up poor and had to work. You know, today it's like people look down on poor people. Not in those years. Everybody worked. Nobody was born a success. You become a success. And that's what they have between them. You can look up when you're older. That's a philosophy. Work when you can. And when you reach a goal, then you can look up. You know, my grandchildren, they're doing traveling now. I say, why are you doing so much traveling? Put your energy in becoming what you want to be in life. And I says, when you get older, in your 50s, you'll have time to travel. Yeah, she gives the advice I do. But the young people don't think like that today. I think they live more for the moment because nobody knows what the future is. Well, that's it. I was just going to say that. Nobody knows what the future is going to hold. Okay, Rita, it's time for a break. You know, two old ladies have to use the bathroom much more frequently than you young folks, so... It all depends. That's what we're doing. We're in depends. (laughs) And we'll be back. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to symbiotica.com. That's C Y M B I O T I K A. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279. Or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Okay, guys, we're back. We're ready to go for another couple of hours. Part two. 
skin-tight clothes. Oh, my goodness. Not only skin-tight, bare-breasted. Did you see the Oscars? Half the women had their boobs hanging out. <laughs> That's a new thing. Not only skin-tight, breast exposure clothes. If you got them, flaunt them, Rita. Oh, that's <laughs> I feel like it's probably close to what I wear now, but what did you wear when you were a teenager? You know my style. I like to dress... Retro. Very, very retro. I, I didn't have much clothes. We'll start there. But my favorite article of clothing was a poodle skirt. It was a gray... <sighs> felt skirt with a poodle on the pocket with a bell on its tail. Oh my gosh, I love it. Now you know how long that was and I'm still talking about the bell on the tail of the poodle skirt? I love that outfit. All the retro stuff you wear now is very Mm -hmm. familiar to me. I have a poodle skirt. I'm bringing it next week. Mine doesn't have a bell or anything like that, but it's pink with white hearts on it. Oh God. I'll trade you my entire wardrobe for your poodle skirt. I could probably get it on one thigh. (laughs) You're so funny. Grandma, I will say, is the best to shop with because I'm very particular when it comes to what I wear. And grandma gets me to try. How would you say it, grandma? She's trying to say it in a far more elegant and refined way. She was maybe 18 with this gorgeous body and stand-up boobs, which, as we all know, last 15 minutes. We'd go shopping, and she'd buy size 20 T-shirts. And I'd say to her, Ashley, you can't wear those big old T-shirts and jeans. Now, if you're going to go shopping with me, you're a size 2, you're going to get a size one shirt, so it's skin tight, and you're going to wear those leotards on that stand-up rear end, and you're going to get your 15 minutes out of it, because I promise you, as your grandmother, at the end of the 15 minutes, you're going to be saggy like the rest of the world. So (laughs) that was my brilliant advice to my grandchild. And Mm -hmm. she wears tight clothes now. It did work. And got a fabulous guy, which I credit totally to my advice. (laughs) Do you remember my friend and I, we were going to a Halloween party as M&M's. Oh, I remember I was going to be well. a chocolate M&M and she was going to be a peanut M&M. And you sent me a tight black and red sweater and leather skirt and said, put this on, put your hair in pigtails and go as a slutty schoolgirl because no one's going to talk to you as an M&M. You know what? <laughs> you need this type of information from grandma. Maybe I couldn't say something like that if you weren't such a smart, capable, get-it girl. I didn't even do the slutty school girl. No. I, I went to Snow White and called it a day. And you remember <laughs> Snow White's my favorite character. <laughs> oh, boy. A poodle skirt. Did you have a poodle skirt, Rita? Everybody had a poodle skirt and a mouton coat. That was the fur of the day. Oh, I remember a mouton coat. Oh, my God. You thought you were wearing a chinchilla. It was like fake beaver. Fake beaver. It had the, you know, like the striped beaver has shading, but when you felt it, it's like, what did it feel like, Ellen? I don't even know. It felt like fake beaver. (laughs) Like fake beaver. (laughs) My aunt had a Matara coat. 
And it was so expensive and so gorgeous. And I wore my fake mouton coat. And I remember I went out on a date and my aunt said, you cannot wear that disgusting coat. It was nice. Don't say it was disgusting. That was my favorite coat. And she gave me the Matara coat to wear. And her name was Lucille Nymark and her initials were LN. And this guy went to put it on. He says, oh, this is not your coat. These initials are LN. I said, that's my name, LN. Oh, that's funny. That's a cute story. But I loved my mouton coat with my four-inch platform-heeled shoes. <laughs> and I thought I was a living in. And I met my husband. And one thing he said to me, he says, please, don't ever wear those platform shoes anymore because I was very short and if I want to go out with a taller guy I wear the platform shoes <laughs> but it didn't matter to him he says don't wear those things but that's Newton coat Ellen it was warm though it was it was warm <laughs> that I will give you it was warm it was warm but the grandmother I have to say has a lot of influence on her when she listens you know I can see Adrian sort of living her life a little bit through this. Don't you get that little feeling? Everything. Yes, yes. She's throwing it all into this granddaughter and she's accepting it nicely. Our next one is part three, Miss Murphy. That's an enticing title. Who do you think Miss Murphy is? I don't know. Probably a teacher. Oh, that's a good thought. Who plays more importance in your life than a good teacher? Or a bad teacher. Oh, a bad teacher, that's true. We had a Miss Fitzgerald in our school. I still have nightmares about her. <laughs> okay, let's see who Miss Murphy is. Did your parents, like, encourage you to start your own business? No, they encouraged me to be a good person, to do right, to be moral, to be educated. But those years, you'd go to college, you'd become a school teacher, and you'd get married and have 2.3 kids. And no one ever looked past that. Right. But as you know, there's a great big life past that. Mm -hmm. And it's a shame that those years, women were just not groomed for anything much more than that. Right. Just being mothers. Today, obviously... It's a very different world. Mm -hmm. And they were good parents, wonderful parents. But the times dictated everything. We had such a different kind of life. As a teenager, we used to go to the Y on Tuesday night, and we'd all meet outside and have a soda. It was truly, you know, people say simpler times. Mm -hmm. But they really were simpler times. And we were basically happy because we didn't know any better. Would you say that your parents influenced you the most in your life? They influenced me a lot on one side, that you do good in the world. I guess one of the biggest influences beside them would be my fifth grade teacher, Miss Murphy. I desperately wanted to be the smartest kid in the class, which I wasn't. I wanted to be the kid that got 100 on every exam, which I didn't. And Miss Murphy saw in me someone that was going to try desperately hard to be successful. And she moved me to the first seat in the classroom, which is the seat she saved for the smartest kid in the class. Mm. And she moved out some little roly-poly, fat, very smart little boy who (laughs) really was a whole bunch smarter than me. Some little boy, Sidney. (laughs) Can you imagine all these years later? I remember Sidney was the smartest kid in the class. (laughs) But the truth, it made me feel great self. And self is 
everything. Mm -hmm. And then I felt I could accomplish everything. And I stayed in Miss Murphy's number one seat for the whole semester I was in her class. Miss Murphy definitely started me on my career. It got me through to where I am today. It's a long time. That's incredible. And here I am. Miss Murphy, wherever you are, I love you. Ellen, you hit it on the head, Miss Murphy. I knew it. I knew it. Well, first of all, there was always a Miss Murphy in every school. So I figured, but obviously this was a very positive reinforcement of what she was and who she was. And this teacher saw it. Well, I have to tell you, in my years growing up, whatever the teacher said, that was law. Do you remember when you were in school and the principal came into your classroom? The entire class had to stand, stand up, up exactly. and say hello to the principal and, you know, good morning, Mr. Weinberger. And he would go, good morning, boys and girls. Teachers today, unfortunately, I feel, don't have the respect for what they do. I agree completely. But do you see when you listen to something like Adrian talking about this teacher all these years later? This was the big influence Absolutely. in her life. This pushed her in the right direction. This woman said to her, you can do it. You can sit in the front row. Ellen, did you have a favorite teacher when you were growing up? Oh, I definitely did. Miss Voigt, my kindergarten teacher. And I remember that she came to our house and had lunch with my mother. It was like a visit from the queen. I had one too, Miss Ludgan. I laugh when I think about it. She was a short, chubby teacher, and that was me. So I related to Miss Ludgan. She was a good teacher, but there was something that pulled me to her. You know, I taught for many years in Bedford-Stuyvesant in a school where the children were so, so poor. And I used to bring a big thing of orange juice and little breakfast cakes. And there was the first and probably the only meal that those kids would get other than the school lunch. And I didn't want them to start their day with nothing. Years and years later, I heard from a young man who became an artist. And he said to me, I never forgot that you never let us start the day on an empty stomach. That was nice, Ellen. And to this day, I always have breakfast and I think of you. And that was a very, very special thing. The teacher can be a big influence. Absolutely. Part four, the right reasons. For me, it was really fun growing up. People knew who my grandma was. So it was cool because if she was on TV, I'd be like, that's my grandma. At some point as you get older, when people realize who someone in your family is, they tend to treat you differently or they want to be in your life for the wrong reasons. And I had been through that with friendships, with relationships, and it wasn't real. But when I met Scott, I just made the conscious decision that I wanted to know that this person was coming into my life for the right reasons. So Scott literally met grandma when he met grandma. And he stayed with you. I told you to wear yep. those tight clothes. And you know clothes. what? He loves tight clothes, too. You're it right, Grandma. Just, ah. He does. Were you surprised when I decided to start my business? Was I surprised? Not one iota. I was so nervous to see what your reaction would be because of your success. So I remember being very, very nervous to tell you. You know, Ashley, you moved at a very young age to California to be an actress, 18. Then she stayed out there and 
on her own started this business. For anyone listening that might wonder why you didn't go into my business as it mm-hmm. is, she wanted to do it her way. And that's what I respect most about Ashley. I was in a different place in my life, I think, and I had to figure out who I was. I wasn't ready then, you know? And now we're gonna do a bunch of new things together. We're so great together, so I feel like it's gonna be a lot of fun. You know what, Ashley? I think it's an amazing thing when a grandmother and granddaughter should have such respect. Mm-hmm. It's a good word, respect. Mm-hmm. I think it's from the Godfather, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> such respect for one another that I'd be delighted to do anything in the world with you. Of course, my first preference would be going back to all the grandmas and all this conversation about success and life and self. I'd love you to have a baby. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Not yet. Isn't that back to the days of the caves? Right. Well, I'm very happy to hear Adrian say I would have loved her to come into my business, but she's so proud that she did something on her own. And for that, I really admire Adrian. And she already started with having a baby. Because when push comes to shove, Rita, you can have a big business, you can have whatever, but you want your children to have children. You want those babies. It's just human nature. No, that's a universal thing between grandmothers, but they seem to be very similar. They both have this inner drive, and they know what they want to do, and they respect each other for it. Every time you say that, I want to sing it. What's the song? R-E-S-P-E-C-T. This is song respect. (laughs) It's Aretha Franklin. Oh, my God, right. Okay. R-E-S-P-E-C-T, right, right. That's it. Respect. (laughs) With respect comes love and admiration. That's right. Rita, you could take the dog out for a quick walk now, and I'll feed my husband. (laughs) Yeah, that's as important as me walking the dog, Ellen. So feed Peter. Six of one, half a dozen of another, Rita. (laughs) Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great tasting, all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. We're back. We're back. 
The dog is sleeping, Peter is sleeping, and we're awake, ready to go on. Part 5. The Most Beautiful Man Across the Restaurant This has to be either Adrian's husband or the granddaughter's future. What do you think? Yes. Or some guy that's wearing makeup that, uh, <laughs> that she gets inspired from. That may be. Listen, she could make a men's line of cosmetics. I don't know. Maybe she does. Okay, let's hear it. What was dating like for you before you met Poppy? Dreadful. I hated everybody. You hated everybody? Everybody. I had a boyfriend who I didn't like that I had for a year. A year? And if you ask me why, I'd say he was there. He was there. Yeah. When I met your grandfather. Now, where did I meet him and how? It's... You were on a date with another... Were you on a date with this boyfriend? No, I was on a date with a guy I met that was like, I don't know, 10, 15 years older than me. Ridiculous. We were having dinner, and he was too old for me to start with, and everything he was talking about I wasn't interested in, including him. (laughs) And I, I didn't drink anything. And he ordered me, he said, taste it, a black Russian. It's, Jeva, it's vodka. I think it's vodka. I haven't had it since. Is it vodka and, and chocolate half and syrup? Half? Oh. And it was delicious. But a black Russian for a little girl who didn't drink. And I looked at the bar directly across. And there was the most beautiful, handsome, magnificent <laughs> man I ever saw in my whole life. And since I had this pretty big drink, I looked over and very loudly said, That's the handsomest man I ever saw in my life. And he was standing at the bar with his father, your great-grandfather, who was a scotch distributor in New York. That's why they were standing at the bar. And I said it so loud, he turned around and laughed and said, thank you. And that was the end of that. My date was sitting there. He went to the men's room 10 minutes later, and this magnificent man came over and asked me for my phone number. I give him my phone number. I'm in ecstasy. And I go home, and I tell my mother, I met the man of my dreams. Ah, and you know your grandfather was the handsomest guy. That that wasn't me. He was movie star handsome. He was a very good-looking man. He was six feet two, beautiful man. Anyway, my mother said, you were out with one gentleman, and you gave your phone number to another gentleman? He thinks you're a tramp. You cannot meet someone like that. And you had a drink on top of it? Absolutely. Those were the times. And the next day he called, and my mother answers the phone and says, she's eating her chicken. I said, Mom, you told him I'm eating my chicken. And says, call back and hangs up. She says, you cannot go out with him. You cannot go out with him. Well, he called back, and I sat by that phone until I answered the phone. And he said, would you like to go to the museum tomorrow and see the Rodin exhibit? So when we got married six months later, I don't know if my mother was grateful and happy or not. I'm not so sure. Really? But my whole next 50 years with that man, he was always the most beautiful man from across the room of the restaurant. I hope your life goes as well. Oh, you're going to make me cry. Before I met Scott, do you remember helping me text guys? Absolutely. Do you remember like writing them out with me? Absolutely. 
Like literally a guy would write, hey, with two Y's and we would try to decipher what that meant and how to respond. Or could he just not spell? Right. We didn't know whether it was like ignorance or if they were trying to be cool or if there was like a broken keyboard or something. We did analyze a lot of those guys until Scott came along. Right. There was no analyzing with Scott. We just said, grab him. Well, I met Scott and I called mom. I called dad. I called you on the way to San Diego with my friend in the car saying, I met the man I'm going to marry. I met him in a coffee shop two blocks away from my house. And... Ten days later, we went on our first date. And let me tell you, there are very few scuts around, and you know it. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you something you don't know. Well, remember the last guy I dated before and Scott? we like him so much. Yeah, the lawyer. Was, yeah. Was not so good. <laughs> but your mother loves Scott. Your mm-hmm. father loves Scott. Mm-hmm. I love Scott. And we're happy you love Scott, too. Yeah. You know what? He reminds me of Poppy in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Which ways? Maybe just because he's so handsome. <laughs> I'm so damn superficial, it's sad. Well, they're both six, too. Yeah. He's calm. He's smart. And since you're so much like me, he can take you like your grandfather could take <laughs> me. What? How many extra points does he get for that? I know. That's like a million. Because we're both such a pain in the ass. Yeah. Where's Scott? He's not coming. He's coming. Scott, seriously, come down. Grandma said. (laughs) You know, it's Grandma. (laughs) Now he's like, oh, I'm coming now. To see Grandma? Oh, what two beautiful love stories. I love that they call him Poppy. That's what my kids call Peter. Yeah, mine called him Papa. But okay, Poppy is cuter. But you know, she really shares everything with this grandmother. To the notes that she gets from boyfriends. What girls today do that? Oh, they must have been two beautiful men. Which she said is a little superficial. But look, they saw other things. That's for sure. Because beautiful men are not easy to marry. Because most men love themselves when they're not beautiful. So can you imagine when they are beautiful? So you see how lucky our husbands were that they got the beautiful ones? That's right. Somebody said to me, I never want to marry a man who's more beautiful than I am. (laughs) The relationship is really a very interesting relationship. It's like a Hallmark movie. Yeah, (laughs) like a Hallmark movie. That's true. A poor girl becomes a big... That's true. I mean, you know, it really, when you think about it, here she's out on a date with a guy and she sees another guy standing at the bar and <laughs> she goes over and she talks to him. It's a Hallmark movie. <laughs> Did you just see the Jewish mother saying she's eating her chicken? She can't talk to you. I was hysterical. That you wouldn't see on a Hallmark movie, Rita. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> but that was so funny. She's eating her chicken. The guy should have hung up with that kind of mother who needs this girl. But he was <laughs> he was persistent and she was smart. She stayed by yeah, the well, phone. Now you have me very wondering why we never see a Jewish mother at a Hallmark movie. That's right. <laughs> they don't eat chicken. <laughs> All right. They don't have juice. <laughs> okay, this is our last part. Part six. Your own worth. That, I think, is going to kind of capsulize her whole life. That's how she impresses me, Adrian. Don't you think so? Knowing your own worth. Knowing your own worth, right. And you can hear it all through this whole thing. Okay, let's see if we're right. Did anyone in your life ever tell you you couldn't or you shouldn't do something you really wanted to do? Not only 
anyone, everyone. Yeah, right. There were, particularly those years, everything you couldn't do as a woman and mm -hmm. little you could do as a woman. So that for me was, I was going to do it. Mm -hmm. If I was going to be in the Girl Scouts, I was going to be the leader of the pack. I graduated high school, worked, went to college, went to school at night for five years. I did what I had to do. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Women, those years, you got married, you had children, and your husband was the boss, shall you say, I think the difference today with the world and the relationship you and Scott will have is you'll mm -hmm. be partners. Now, yeah. as you know, your grandfather and I were partners, mm -hmm. but that was very unusual because I was a success in business very young, right. and you learn very early, you know, your own worth. Today, I think it's ingrained in young women. Yeah, I think I always recognize that early on with you and Poppy, that you guys were always partners. He was very proud of me and very supportive of whatever I did. And my career blossomed because he helped it, you know? You mm -hmm. asked who influenced me most in my life? Miss Murphy in the fifth grade and my husband, Ron, your grandfather. Mm -hmm. He was one fabulous guy, your grandpa. He really was. You're going to be a real partner. I think you keep your own money, you invest your own money, and yep. if you want to do something together, you pool your money. But I think everything should be independent. Your decisions should be what you want to do. Now, Scott may listen to this and not be so happy with it, but <sighs> I do mean it in the nicest way. Yeah, I think that's clear. You're your own person. Yeah, I think that that was one of the things that hopefully he fell in love with first. I believe that. What is your best advice to someone who has big dreams but doesn't know where to start? First, you have to find your way. What is it you want to do? And what you believe you're capable of doing. You know, you're not going to be an astronaut. So <laughs> you find your way, and then you get on that train, and you keep going till you get where you're going. But the only mm -hmm. way that works is back to head down, don't look up, take no curves, and you know what else? If you look up after you've accomplished, when you're reasonably successful, you'll be happy with yourself going forward. You'll have a sense of self, as you say. And keep on learning. I love that. Thank you. Love you. Baby girl, I'll talk to you later. That's really nice. Beautiful. Good advice. What you make, it's your money. I agree with that. I always kept our accounts separate. Yeah. You don't count. I pay for this, you pay for that. That's no, not what no, I'm saying. No, But if you work, you're entitled to have your own money, what you want to do with it. Absolutely. And I think that their relationship was a very, very strong one. He respected what right, she did. Right, right. I don't think that it hurt him. He respected her. She made a successful business. She was not a stupid woman. She always heard her own drummer and marches right after it and doesn't look back. Yeah. You know what else? I think grandmothers are younger today. That's true. My grandmother was 68 years old when she died. She was an old, oh, old yeah. lady. Right, right. Today. Women in their 70s and 80s are young women. Well, Rita, look at us. We do a podcast. That's true.
Who would ever believe that? That's why there's such a relationship between grandmothers and grandchildren today. My grandmother was like this old lady, and if I wanted to know how to make a chicken, I would ask my grandmother. No, I loved my grandmother, but I knew when we went there, the first thing, sit down, I got a good dinner for you. You know, that was the thing. That was it. Right, no, but this is such a nice relationship. And you could see Adrian sees herself in this granddaughter, and they're both successful. But in their own way. In their own individual way. way. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. Call Your Grandmother is a production of iHeart Podcast Network and Superb Entertainment. Our lead producers are Sheena Ozaki and Nora CB. Executive producers are Meryl Poster, Nikki Etor, and Anna Stumpf. Our managing producer is Lindsay Hoffman. Mastering by Bahid Frazier. Our theme song is by Anna Stumpf and Hamilton Lighthouser. Listen to Call Your Grandmother on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, leave us a glowing five-star review. You wouldn't pick on a couple of old ladies and give us less than five stars, would you? We're not getting any younger, but leave us a review and we might get more famous. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.